kingdom come, thy will be done. Live in me, live in me, live in me, live in me. Glory shines every hour. God gives me the power. Energy, 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 energy giving me. Alright Kingdom family, before we start this episode, I want to let you know that we are doing our very first giveaway and we are giving away FFTK apparel. We are looking for two winners to win either a unisex hoodie or a unisex t-shirt. Here's what you got to do to win. You got to follow us at WeRFFTK on Instagram. You have to subscribe to this podcast, so make sure you hit that button. And for proof, we need a screenshot. I need you to like the post that we have on Instagram, tag three or more of your friends, and repost that screenshot either in your stories or on your timeline with the hashtag WeRFFTK. Do not forget to tag us so you can get that extra chance to win. The contest ends Sunday, February 7th, and the winner will be announced on Instagram as well as on next week's podcast on February 8th. We wish everyone a good luck and thanks for rocking with us. What's going on, y'all? It's your girl, Coco Chanel, the Mademoiselle fitness professional, as well as a brand fitpreneur coach. And I got my girl, Big Sis, on the line. What's up, y'all? My name is Nicole Hairston, also known as Nikki. And I'm a fitness trainer and owner of Empowered Life and Fitness in Atlanta. And you know together, both Nicole and I make up the host of the FFTK podcast. FFTK stands for Fit for the Kingdom. And we are a movement that shows the world how faith and fitness works in our lives to advance God's kingdom. This is episode number six. Me and sis are excited for it. Can you believe we on number six, sis? Man, it's so exciting. I can't believe it. It, it, just, it just shows that when you put your mind into something and you just start it, I mean... The feeling of actually getting it done feels so good, sis. It really does. It really does. We over here being obedient because it's been a long time coming. I'm trying to say. um, Over here being obedient. And uh, episode six, you guys, uh, we really hope that you're going to enjoy this one because I think everybody can actually relate to the growing pains in in their fitness journey and on their... um, you know, their, their Christian walk of faith. And uh, so this episode is called, Am I Supposed to Like This? Because there's a lot of things on this journey that you're not going to be too fond of. And you might be looking at it like, I'm not even sure if this is supposed to be happening like this. And um, we got a couple of pointers, a couple of tips that uh, you can take on while still on your journey. And just know that all of this stuff is normal of what like what you're going through. This happens to everybody. But we definitely want to make sure that you're successful when you're attacking it. So sis is going to kick it off the right way um, to share with some uh, share you to share with you some things that you um, are more than likely going to be enduring while you're on this journey. Absolutely, sis. Thank you. So, yeah, y'all, um, you know, we've all been there. I've been there. Uh, if you've been following along um, with our podcast, you are someone who are you're interested in just taking your fitness to the next level. Or maybe you had a, you started a fitness journey, you stopped for whatever reason, because life life happened and you're back on it. Right. And when you're back on it, you're motivated. You're eating clean. 
Um, no more Krispy Kreme donuts. You know, you're not getting the lemon pepper chicken wings fried extra hard, you know, with the peach right. and tea combo, sis. Ooh. French fries. Yeah. <laughs> I just got hungry. All right. Yeah. You, you put those down. You've been doing your workouts. Um, you listen to the podcast or a few of our podcasts a few podcasts ago, and you're getting up early before anything else. And after you're having your time with God, then you're going to work out like we recommend it. I mean, you're doing it, sis. You out there, you know, you're working, you're getting your sleep, bro. I see you in the gym working on them gains. I see it. And then, for whatever reason, you're either getting no results, slow results, or your results have plateaued. Even though you're doing everything right from what you can tell. You're doing it right. Those are the growing pains of fitness. And you're looking back at this like, I'm doing all of this work. I'm not getting the the popcorn at the movie theater. I'm not going to brunch. And I'm missing out on things that I really love. Am I supposed to like this? The majority of the time, not 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 all the time, not all right? Because this is work, this is dedication, this is a lifestyle. Not to be cliche, mm-hmm. but it's a lifestyle. I'm doing all mm-hmm. this, and I, I'm not seeing what I thought I was supposed to see. Right, right. Um, right. and that can be tough. That can that can be really be tough. That can be really be discouraging. So I want to share at least one tip. Start off with one tip that I feel like. Uh, is a good place to start when this happens because it's going to happen to you if you're on your fitness journey. I've I've been there. Um, there was a while back where um, I was really working on changing my body composition. This is after my um, bodybuilding competitions, and you're you you go through such strenuous type of training, and then you're back to what's called regular training. And um, there's a lot of hormonal changes that happen with that. And I just wasn't happy with my body. I was very bloated. I would work hard, do all my cardio sits, drink my water. And I wanted abs. I'm like, I should have abs. And I just would be bloated all the time. And something that I did is I, after trying everything that I know, I, I am a trainer myself, obviously. And I've worked with other trainers. And I'm doing everything that I know I should do. And I'm, I'm my, my stomach is just, I'm not happy. I'm bloated. And I sat and prayed to God. I prayed to God. I got quiet. And I prayed for, I prayed for patience and I prayed for wisdom. I asked them what I should do. I actually asked them what I should do. And it didn't happen right then. But how I know that I hear from God is it'll be in my own voice, but it'll be something that's like so obvious or way like such a much better idea than I feel like I could have came up with on my own. That's how I know it's God. You know, talking about sis. You'd be like, right, right, right. That had to be in God because that made too much sense. Um, And so he said, he said, stop taking your birth control pill. Mm. And I was taking birth control pills because I have really bad uh, PMS. I get very moody, very depressed, very anxious. I have really bad um, cravings. And it makes it hard for me to just really function and feel well for a long period of time. And so I got on birth control pills. Um, and, you know, I was at a point done with bodybuilding at for the year. And I said, you know what? I could try this now. Like, I think. I'm willing to see what will happen with my body just naturally, what it will do. I stopped taking the birth control pills. 
And then I also, in a time of wisdom, I, um, someone very close to me, my boyfriend, he started a plant-based diet and I was encouraged to do so. Not because he asked me to, but I saw the benefits he was having of having an elevated mood and better focus and more energy. So the combination of listening, praying to God, um, one, he spoke to me and said, stop taking birth control pills. And then by showing me through someone else, the results from a great diet, plant-based, I did those things, sis. And all of a sudden, over time, it took patience, y'all. But over time, I could see that that fluff that I always had around my stomach, kind of like just from hormones. You could even see it in my face. My face, it went down. The swelling went down mm. in my face. The swelling went down in my stomach. And the abs were there. The abs mm -hmm. came out, y'all. Um, and I was so much more encouraged because I didn't feel like what I was doing was being wasted. So that was mm -hmm. the first thing that worked for me that I encourage you guys to do is pray to God for patience and wisdom. Take the time to listen to him. And again, you'll know it's him because it'll just be like, oh, that's that's too good. Like, of course, God. And then be obedient and try it out. So that's the first thing I recommend, sis. Right. I, I'm glad that you said that, sis, because um, you you know how we, we piggyback back and forth off of one another. And I would say um, the same thing. Typically, um, you are going to get to a point, especially when it comes to your um, your walk in faith and your walk with Christ. You know, in the very beginning, we're extremely motivated. Um, we, we, we have that, that sweet spot, like I'm getting to know God and now God and me, we're getting to know each other, but, um, there has to be a knowledge of consistent yeah. growth. There has to be a knowledge of consistent growth. So what I'll say, um, like since you went to your journey of, of, of fitness, I'm gonna go through my my walk of you know um, building that relationship with God. And in, in the very beginning, I always used to get my um, I would say I would get my 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 faith readings or my my connection would be built off of uh, of of a sermon. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like the person who was connecting me with God and and, and giving me a broader picture was um, Tatum Tamia on the podcast, or you know my. Um, or matter of fact, it was, I think, it, I think I was, I was getting my daily vitamin from Tatum Tamia, or sometimes I would, um, just listen to what the, what the Bible app, um, kind of, you know, suggested for that reading that day. Yeah. Um, and that's how, um, and that's how it started. But then it got to a point where I became a little bit more thirstier for the word. Um, and, and again, this happens in phases, like this may be good for you at this point in time, but then after a while it starts to become, maybe it might be redundant. Maybe you might end up plateauing like you would, um, in, in your fitness journey. And we do plateau in our, in our Christian journey. If we do not take the extra step to get closer to God. So this means that you need to start doing your own work as far as connecting the word to your life. Right. And, and when you become thirsty or you need to delve in just a little bit deeper and that was something that I started doing so um when I got the opportunity I was able to find me a church home and I was able to go to these sermons every Sunday I started becoming a part of the church I started uh I started doing more of like the uh, it's like the challenges that would make me delve into my word because I, I 
I'll be completely honest with you as much as, as, as much as I was thirsting to be closer to God. Um, and I knew I had to break open the word and read my Bible. I wouldn't be self-motivated enough to do it. So jumping into these challenges with my church, we're keeping each other um, accountable of doing this work for ourselves. That allowed me to, okay, let me, let me hang in there and, and see what I can do in order for me. So it, 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 we have to find our motivation in different ways besides ourselves. But uh-huh. um, I say all of that to say a lot of times when you reach that plateau, wherever it is that you are, because you are going to reach it, no matter what level, that means you have to take it up. But you cannot lack patience. Just know when you run into that wall, you're going to have to spice it up. You're going to have to take the ante up a lot. And what a lot of us do when we when we experience that lack of patience, we end up experiencing like a doubtful mind and a doubtful heart. We end up experiencing fear. We we end up experiencing depression or we start to give up on all possibilities because, oh, you're not having that same feeling that you initially had when you started this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then it, that can even result to self-sabotage, like anything that's going too good in our lives or um, something that, you know, you may not be familiar with this, this holy feeling, this feeling, this feeling of light, this feeling of, 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 you know what I'm, 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 I'm feeling, I'm feeling this strength today. And I don't know where this strength is coming from. That's coming from God, but because you're not familiar with that feeling, you end up doing, uh, you end up reverting back to how you would initially feel, Versus this new feeling. And that's a that's a sign of self-sabotage. And then you can also get weary if you do not continue to find the solutions of how you can continue to build up this relationship with you and God. And um, all I'm going to say is you have to stay in the process and complete the task. Just like Sis was saying, this is a lifestyle. Faith is a lifestyle. It's not a blind walk. This is something that you definitely have to make sure that you're willing to conquer um, the process of faith. You have to be you have to respect natural time frames mm-hmm. and you have to know how to convince yourself and be persuaded that there is a supernatural power of God that's supposed to be combined with my faith mm-hmm. that is going to result in, into something so much bigger than how I'm feeling right now. But you have to remember that the lack of patience is not going to allow you to continue to pursue that walk with God. So just know that this is a part of it and you got to muster through it. Absolutely, sis. Absolutely. And one of the points that stood out to me is like that feeling of getting used to, or maybe not being aware of God, God walking or working in your life. I I think it's almost if um, after when you say you plateau or we plateau on faith or fitness, it's almost that we we take where how far we've come for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't realize how far we come in the journey, and then now you're here and you're like now what and i'm not getting that same that good old thrill that i was getting before right from the word from the sermons um i'm not getting the same thrill i got out of the workouts and i, I love how you um mentioned uh doing challenges in um faith 
which makes so much sense. You would you would think when you think of that type of thing to me being so deep into the fitness world, I think of fitness challenges and I'm like, mm-hmm. Duh, of course, when you plateau, you do, you have to take it up another notch. And so just like sis said of finding other people who are accountable. And maybe if you were, you know, the, um, the aerobics, what do you, what do you call it? The aerobics queen, like <laughs> cardio queen, right? Yeah. Maybe if you were the cardio <laughs> queen, like sis, and you're no longer getting the results that you need, that means your body needs a change. You have to be very intentional about it. Maybe you try something new. Maybe you look into, um, you know, CrossFit. Maybe you start mm-hmm. swimming. Maybe you you do something that's challenging for your mind and your body and good for the community, like run a 5K uh, or a half marathon that not only gives you a goal mentally and physically, but then it they give the proceeds, you know, to local like that there are things like that out there mm-hmm. um so look into that and then i would say when it comes to the plateau really make sure that that's really the case so the, the second p of what you should do when you're kind of plateaued or feel like you're not getting what you used to out of this and you're having the growing pains is after you pray you should definitely check your p progress check mm. your progress Mm. take I recommend this before you guys start anything but maybe you've already started your fitness journey you're into it and you haven't done this take pictures especially if um your goals are to change physically maybe aesthetically whether it's fat loss muscle gain um changing your body composition in any way I recommend taking pictures regularly as as often as maybe once a week, uh, maybe at the the least once every two weeks or once a month to see your progress. We look at each other every day, like ourselves every day, and we're like, I don't see the change. And mm-hmm. then Coco, you'll come see me, you know, when we go home, hang out. You like, sis, okay, I see the I see the the peach growing back there, and it's like I don't see it. So when you take progress pictures you're able to see the progress much better which could be so encouraging and so motivating you realize wow i have come a long way so try that you can also um you know do certain fitness tests to kind of see how far you've done so if something has been part of your workouts as i'm doing you know i'm trying to do 10 burpees in 30 seconds or be able to do a proper push-up or pull-up without assistance See where you are today. Keep track of that. Like you have to have a, a a goal and a plan. It has to be clear. Keep track of where you are and then test yourself out in a month, two months, three months. You'll see like, oh my gosh, I at one time I was doing modified push-ups. I can only do 10 in a minute. Now I'm doing 30 in a minute and they're no longer modified. So keep track. You could even record videos of uh, videos of yourself now and later, and you'll be like, "Wow, I see my flexibility is better, my stamina is better, uh, my muscle definition." So keep progress uh, in whichever way that makes sense for you for your fitness journey, and I think that will will help a lot because um, you can really see the changes and, and can be encouraged. Amen. I completely agree, sis. I completely agree. 
All right, you guys, we're going to take a real quick pause because we want you guys to go ahead and apply your time and yourself to this giveaway. This is our very first giveaway, and we're excited to hook you guys up with some FFTK apparel. Remember, the first winner gets a unisex hoodie. The second winner gets a T-shirt. And you guys get to choose whether you want the white on black or the black on white. You could do this by following us on Instagram and Facebook at We Are FFTK. And then subscribe to our podcast. Get a screenshot of that bad boy. Repost it in your stories or on your timeline so you have proof and then we want you to like the post and tag three or more of your friends the contest ends sunday february 7th and we're announcing the winner next monday on february 8th's episode thank you guys for tuning in and uh, here we go back to the show i feel like the same thing um actually applies when you're on your 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 christian um journey with getting to know uh, God, the second thing I would say that causes growing pains, are you supposed to like this, is when you have to reconstruct your belief system. Mm. Um, there are four main things that make up our belief system. It's our environment. So wherever you were raised or the people that you are around, like typically, however you were raised up in that particular environment, you um, you take on traits, you take on certain beliefs from people who um, are influential in your life. The same thing is uh, with people that you deem credible. So these may not be, these can be people in your family. These can be people who you, um, who your friends, but this can also be like um, a lifestyle that you were living prior to your walk with Christ. And um, you used to, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to put anybody bad out there, but let's say you used to listen to the, um, no shade to Joe Budden's podcast, but you know, let's say you used to listen to Joe Budden's podcast, uh, religiously almost every day and, and, and you went off of his word and you deemed him someone as credible, um, repetitive information is something that bases your belief something. So something that you're constantly hearing all the time doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. Right. Um, because you have a lot of people who believe things that they've been repeated a lot of times. Right. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that their perception or what they hear is reality. Um, and then the last thing is life experience, life experience uh, modes, our belief system. So whatever it is that you've gone through in life, for example, you know, I'm, I'm just me and my cousin, we were having a conversation yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's a light skinned black woman who likes dark skinned black men. Mm-hmm. She believes that light skinned men cry too much they too emotional (laughs) but i had asked her i was just like what what gives you these thoughts and we started naming like i started putting all of them in categories she named maybe like three light-skinned guys that she tried dating who who were who were like emotionally based and then the other two who weren't so i'm just kind of like so just based off of your experience this is how you feel because not all you know not all of them are emotional that way. So that's just an example. Mm-hmm. But how you can, but these are growing pains. These are definitely growing pains that you have to endure because when it comes to your walk with Christ, a lot of your belief system that was uh, developed is being challenged now. Mm. It's being challenged now. So you're not 
you're not thinking the same way. A lot, a lot of the ways that you you have thought, or 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 a lot of the people that you have deemed credible, you're kind of looking like I don't know if they're a hundred percent anymore. Because now, me getting closer to God, I'm starting to see that every, every this is man, and man sins. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So the progress report, the, there's a progress check when it comes to your belief system the the reconstruction of your belief system that is a growing pain when you have to change the people that are in your environment when you have to deem other people credible who are actually giving you the facts about what you need in life when you're when the repetitive information that you've been hearing is now changing to something different it's 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 challenging the information that you've been given and then the life experiences that you've that you've encountered you now know because your mindset is being stretched and you're being open to a lot more things that you have life experiences that you look back at and be like, you know what? I responded to it like this when I was I was a baby Christian or when I didn't have God in my life at all. And yeah. then now, if that experience were to ever happen again, this is how I would respond. Because since that happens to me a lot, yeah. I've, I've, I've developed a lot of patience in my life and um, I'm not as hot-headed Cause I was a very big hothead <laughs> in my adolescent years, uh -huh. but um, but now there's a there are a lot of situations, a lot of life experiences that I see myself running into that I'm not responding the same way that I used to. So that is a progress report or a progress check for you. The way that you used to see the world, mm -hmm. now you're seeing it differently. But that doesn't mean that it's not a challenge. It's still going to stretch you. So just know that is that's a that's a growing pain that comes with this journey, but just know that you know we we giving you the we giving you the lay low. This is what's going to happen. It's just it's just what's going to happen. Just know that because you know that it's about to happen. There's you can still again stay in the process and complete your task of developing a new mindset and um, renovating, uh, renewing your mind to reconstruct your belief system. Mm, right. And when you when you mentioned the belief system, it made me think about something like what you believe success is. So right, right. you believe success is, you know, if I post my workout picture, it's success. Um, a hundred likes and a thousand views, but the few that I get, you know, if I don't get that, am I not successful? Um, you know, when you post your workout pick or maybe your, your, your transformation Tuesday pick. Um, and so now you don't feel as successful because you're not getting that outside validation, you know, right, what I mean? right, right. Or maybe because, um, you're comparing your journey to someone else. So someone is able in six months, they lost all of this weight and they looking good and they got the boom and the pile. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The boom and the pile. <laughs> right. <laughs> and in six months, you feel like you, there's been change made, but it doesn't look like her change. And she's you're not getting the attention she's getting. So you feel like you're not being successful. So is it your mm -hmm. belief system that theirs is better than mine? I'm comparing mm. myself to them. Right. Mine isn't going as fast as theirs. Or <laughs> I believe mine is not good. And I'm like, theirs looks great. And mine is like, uh. And I, I think that will make us discouraged in our fitness journey whenever we compare or believe that ours isn't good enough compa compared to others. 
Um, and I can imagine is can people can compare similarly in faith. What do you think? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I know that for for a very long time, I used to when it when it comes to prayer. Yeah people will compete when it comes to prayer like and 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 not even and not even like on some um you know this is me and you this is me and you god this is on some uh we got put on the spot in a prayer circle and now i got to pray out loud but my my prayer out loud is more so me trying to sound like pasta or right. trying to sound like charity because charity is a prayer warrior warrior and she's in my circle so i gotta make sure i you know i show up charity or or i can pray just as better than her and then now i've just excluded god out of the equation i'm not really focused on god on in this prayer i'm just worried about how i'm sounding inside of this you know inside of this prayer circle right that's a way that you can um, you you can compare or even with somebody getting blessed. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, let's say somebody got that new car. You know what I'm saying? They, they And you know that they have been praying and working because, you know, faith without works is dead. Somebody right. has been praying and working for this new car. And so have you. You've been praying and working for this new job career that you want. But you see that this person over here then got it. Um, before quote unquote before you did and i say quote unquote because you don't know what god has um for this person's path and you don't know what he got lined up for yours you're just so busy looking else looking in somebody else's garden that you're forgetting to water your own flowers right so i would definitely i would definitely say that and and and, and the thing is that generally is what comes with the territory of growing pains as well um, the last bullet that I have here is, you know, typically when it comes to you being more spiritual, there's more problems, you know, like Biggie said, more money, more problems, more God, more problems. The enemy will try to attack you in any way possible. So mm. if you got an inkling of jealousy towards somebody because you are comparing yourselves to them, the enemy is going to use that against you. And now you're going to have that feeling and that, that seep of jealousy and envy boiling up in your heart that you weren't even supposed to be having right he will he magnifies what it is that's been calling calling on, on upon you so that means you're gonna have to prayer more that means you're gonna have to ask you're gonna have to look for those prayer warriors to to be a part of your prayer circle even though you was just competing with them not too long ago about how your prayer is you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. there's certain things that come with you becoming more spiritual because I think I've said this before, sis, on another podcast, but the enemy is not trying to stop nobody who ain't doing nothing. Right. The enemy ain't trying to stop nobody who ain't doing nothing. Meaning, if you have tapped into your purpose or you are even trying to develop a relationship with God, that's the wrong thing to do in the enemy's eyes. So he is going to try and attempt to stop you at any at any means necessary. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when it becomes a little bit harder on your journey, it's supposed to. You're right. supposed to have more of these problems because you you if you have with God, you have every destined to win. You have everything destined to win. And the enemy don't want to see us winning. So what he going to do? He going to try to block your shot. Mm -hmm. So you just got to make sure that, you know, you, you strap spiritually, that you ready to bop, that you ready to bop somebody 
in the forehead spiritually. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like you ready to square up spiritually. Like you yeah. really, you really do when it comes to um, delving in. And again, these are growing pains. Yeah. These are definitely growing pains. And it's a fixed fight, y'all. So don't feel like we just telling you get, to get in this fight with Mike Tyson. And you're like, how am I supposed to win this fight? So. <laughs> right. Who says square up? No, that's real talk. It's fixed um, for us to already win. We already have right. the authority. We already have the authority here on, here on earth. God takes care of things spiritually in heaven. We have the authority here on earth, the things that we can, we can see. We already have the authority. And so we just... With God um, covering us, um, we can win the fight. We mm -hmm. can win the fight with God. So, you know, to to I think I'll I'll end this here on my end about when you guys are feeling discouraged. When you're feeling discouraged, um, I have a word for you, dude, that I think would help. And this is Proverbs sixteen three. Um, and it really hit home for me. It says, before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not in yourself. Mm. Then every plan you make will succeed. Uh, I'm going to say it one more time, y'all. Proverbs 16, 3, for people who are taking notes. Before you do anything, put your trust totally in God, not in yourself then every plan you will make will succeed. Mm -hmm. So I want to dissect that just a little bit. Trust with, so it said before you do anything, like it didn't say some of the things. It didn't say the things you want to talk to God about. Right, right. <laughs> it didn't say just the good things. It said before you do anything. So especially when something's as important as your faith and your fitness, Put your trust totally in God. So trusting God, you hear a lot in, in um, fitness, you know, trust the process. And yeah, we've, we've already touched on how you can make the process work for you. But it's not just trusting the process, thus trusting yourself. Because, you know, if it's like me, I know myself. I know why I'm a mess up, sis. You know what I mean? Right. It's hard to trust that sometimes when I know sometimes. I don't want to meal prep. Sometimes I don't want to eat that. Sometimes, you know, I don't want to make the plans that I should. I don't want to get up early. But if I can put my trust in God and not myself, he can help me with every plan and it will succeed. And I want to break that down. I think we have to look at what success means for us. Mm -hmm. Going back to the comparisons. Look how far God has brought you. You don't know what he has planned for you. Don't give up now. Amen. Yeah, don't give up now. Your plans will succeed. So I believe in y'all. I know it's rough. Right. Are you supposed to like it? Not all the time. Not all the time. Right. Um, but the key is not to stop. Right. The key is to trust God in the process. The key is to not compare. As uh, big uh, sis Coco was talking about, the key is to square up when the enemy's trying to attack, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and do do your best and allow yourself some grace. But that's the key. Don't give up. That's that's good, sis. That's good, sis. I, I mean, you that don't give up. You can't. You just can't. You can't. Cause like sis said, 
the fight is fixed. But the only way you can really win it is if you don't give up. You got to go through these trials. You got to go through these grown pains. Um, and I'm going to end this off with this. Um, you got to change your perspective. You got to change mm -hmm. your perspective when you start to feel these growing pains and you ask yourself, like, am I supposed to like this part? Because, again, like we said, a lot of times it you it ain't going to be rainbows and unicorns. You're not always yeah. going to like it. The first thing I will say is um, to develop the eyes of your heart and open your spirit to life instructions. So mm -hmm. whenever you get um, whenever you start to like the patience or whenever you feel like um, you're you're feeling the heat of reconstructing your belief system or you you feeling the enemy attacking you with more problems just remember to develop the eyes of your art your heart and that should be on god just remember he, mm -hmm. he continue to remember to please him because he's going to give you the the desires of your heart um the second mm -hmm. thing i will say is um cling to your hope determined to believe no matter what so if you have an ink link of hope remaining if if, if 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 you know that these are your goals or, or like sis was saying being successful means x y and z to you then that means you need to continue to cling on to that and 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 be open and and and, and be open not getting exactly what you saw for yourself be open to receiving what god sees bigger for you right um, Come on, sis. Exactly. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to. <laughs> and, then, and then the last thing I will say is, um, well, second to the last thing is operate in the power, operating God's power, because he has given you everything that you need. He's giving you all your resources. Just remember the resources um, when you do this last thing by giving yourself a heart check. And yeah. the heart check is basically asking yourself, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. Like, why do I feel like I'm not supposed to feel this way? What What's attacking me? Why do I feel like this is a growing pain? Like, sit down and try to dissect that and see where those feelings are coming from. And if those feelings are coming from uh, having a doubtful mind or heart, fear, depression, giving up on, you know, possibilities. If you're used to self-sabotaging, uh, self if you're getting your, if you're getting weary, if there's um, areas in your life that are challenging your previous belief systems and you're not, you're not familiar with this feeling or just anything of that sort, more problems are coming to you. Give yourself that heart check and recognize what that is so you can sit down, be still, and turn to God for everything. Mm. Turn to God for everything. So that's what I'm going uh, I'm, uh, I'm to end it off right here, sis. Cause... <sighs> right. Felt that on my heart. <laughs> no, that was so good, sis. Trust God with everything. That's it. That's it. That's all y'all got to do. So I think we're going to end it there. I pray that uh, there was something in there for y'all, some gems when it comes to faith and fitness that just um, struck your heart, opened your mind, and um, helped you get back in the fight during those times of the growing pains, sis. Hey, it's your girl Coco Chanel and Mademoiselle. And this is Nikki signing out. We'll see you guys next time. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.